Welcome to Real Life Shh with Chrissy. Before we get started today, I am asking you to please help a sister out and spread the love by following the show, rating and reviewing this podcast and sharing the love of the show with a friend. In doing so, this helps me get the message out. I'm really trying to share the message that I receive from the divine. Please share the light. This podcast is an attempt to connect all of us. I love you and I thank you for doing so. Okay, on to today's episode. Today is all about faith over fear. It seems like these days fear likes to make its presence known as much as it can at any moment throughout the night or day. I believe that our culture has been in fear or a fear-driven state of being for a long time now, especially with the constant exposure to media. We now have a constant stream of news channels who only seem to give us the bad news, the scary news of gunshots, violence, murders, disease, war, financial crisis, and so on and so on and so on. We also have social media, digital billboards, and even old school bus stops with the latest horror film advertisement. It truly seems like the world can be a very fearful place to live in these days. If it's not a new virus, it's human trafficking, it's the wrong people in power, it's evil acts that are out of our control. On top of that, there is sweet mother nature who likes to burn down thousands of acres as well as people's homes or another tsunami, predictions of when the next big earthquake and so on and so on. Yes, the world is and can be a whole lot to be fearful of possibly causing you to live in a life of fear or anxiety, causing you to be a hostage in this life rather than a willing participant. A couple of things just recently happened this last week to inspire me to write this episode. A friend of mine forwarded a social media post of a pastor frantically telling everyone to tell everyone else to cleanse their house or their home and put a protective oil on their window seals and their door frames because evil spirits are coming and will possess your house and loved ones. I watched the video for a whole two minutes and then I was like, nope. I could clearly see that this man, and this man did have intention of spreading love and protection. He was trying to get the word out But the thing is, he was 100% driven by fear. You could see it in his eyes. You could hear it in his tone. I could feel his fear through the phone. And I don't even know this man, but it was quite obvious that he was being driven by fear more than anything else. Just like laughter is contagious, so is fear. So although this man was trying to do something that he felt was kind and thoughtful by sharing his cleansing ritual tips for protection, he was actually spreading fear, which can be far more deadly and actually more scary than any actual real threat. And then, of course, there was the whole, like, Miami Mall alien invasion thing. And then there are countless amounts of social media videos about how to prepare for an atomic bomb or how to survive without water, without food, because according to the fearful driven media that is out there, and I'm not just talking about the mainstream media, it's everywhere. 
Either the apocalypse is coming, or we're going to starve to death, or a civil war, or a world war war is coming. Everything is coming. The world is ending. We are doomed. And we have to be prepared, and we better be scared, or else we won't survive. Well, just from me talking about this, my heart is starting to pound, and I can feel my heart going up into my throat with anxiety. Maybe that's how you're feeling right now by hearing this, but please don't worry. That is not the message. The message that I'm sharing is actually the opposite of fear. The scary shit that is fed to us constantly is no way to live. I'm going to share with you my favorite, favorite mantra. Maybe you've heard it. It's faith over fear. I will admit to you, When there were rumors about a water crisis and water shortages coming, I quickly reported this to my husband, and we actually started looking for homes in Colorado near the river so that we may have a resource of clean water if anything should happen. I also admit we have a large Tupperware bin full of dried food. These acts of mine, the food and the looking for home in Colorado, was when I was in my fearful state of mind. And I understand why I got to that point. We just recently came off of a pandemic where the whole world shut down and proved to all of us that anything is possible. We also just learned that aliens or UFOs are indeed real and the government has been hiding them from us. And more and more truths are being exposed, which can definitely be shocking and has definitely proven that Yes, anything is possible. If you're wondering about the house in Colorado and if we purchased it or not, the answer is no. Thank God. I thank God that I realized that midway through our escrow, yeah, we even went through escrow. That's how far we took it. I thought to myself, what are we doing? I don't want to live this way. Both my husband and I, for almost two weeks We're scrambling, trying to get this house that wasn't even close to being like our dream house in any way. And it really needed a lot of work done. And it was all because we let the fear of a chaotic world we live in and the image of people fighting each other over water. And I mean, I really painted a really detailed picture of what might happen in my head. We were thinking about getting a gun, all this crazy stuff, because we heard that there's going to be a water shortage and it's going to get really bad. Not because there actually was a water shortage or there were people fighting outside of our house over water. None of that was actually happening, but it was the fear of the what if. Meanwhile, our kids are very young kids and are not getting our attention because their attention or our attention was all on the house. And how do we get this house? What are we going to do? There's not going to be any water for us. We had to, we thought we had to come up with a plan of action. Might as well fill up a big bin full of food while we're at it, just in case things get crazy. And then I realized, wait, we were actually acting crazy. The truth is, and you may not like this truth, (laughs) we will all die someday. We know this, right? 
And I believe that we will have, this is my personal belief, is that we will have an eternal life, whether we will come back and live another life here on earth to try to learn another lesson or until our time here on earth is done. Or I believe maybe there is another realm that we will go to, or maybe we are currently already existing in another realm, living a completely different life. Who knows? I don't ever believe that the lights are completely out. So I would rather live without the fear and the anxiety and actually enjoy my kids' company, my husband's company. Enjoy the wind wrestling the leaves and the tree. The water that I am currently drinking. When we are distracted by the fear of what-ifs, we are blind to the gifts of the present. We're not even really living our life. We are living in the what-if possibility of a horrible, tragic event that hasn't happened. That's not living. And the worst part about it is that our nervous system doesn't know the difference between the reality and the fearful what-ifs, causing trauma on our nervous system, which causes disease, illness, stress over something that hasn't happened. Okay, or maybe it has happened, but it hasn't happened to you. Or it's not happening to you now. Listen, I've been there. I'm a mom. The first three years of me being a mom, I lived in a constant state of fear. What if I drop the baby? What if my baby gets sick? What if my husband doesn't know how to care for my baby while I'm at the grocery store? What if he doesn't develop how he's supposed to develop and on and on and on? Any first-time moms know that constant state of fear. And usually what happens is the second baby comes around and we learn our lesson. We're a lot easier and less fearful with a second one. This episode is a reminder to you, to all of us and to me as well, because I admit that when I heard about the Miami mall and I was late to the game because I don't watch the news because I don't want to be driven by fear, but when it popped up on my social media feed, this is what I did. I instantly started looking it up because I, I, well, I do believe in aliens, but I was like, wait, 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 what? They're attacking people. I was like, uh-oh, <laughs> what's going to happen? What's happening? Oh my gosh. I went down that rabbit hole of fear. Luckily for me, it was only like an hour and a half of fear and anxiety and curiosity. And then I asked myself after looking up endless things about the Miami mall what am I doing? Again, what am I doing other than wasting my time and energy? And I remembered the mantra, faith over fear. Let this mantra, faith over fear, leave an impression on you. I encourage you to use it if you have a tendency to let fear drive you. This mantra came to me from my favorite book, The Freedom Transmissions written by Yeshua, channeled by Carissa Schumacher. Yes, yes, you heard it right. I did say written by Yeshua. Yeshua, for those of you who don't know, is Hebrew for Jesus. 
My teacher and my mentor, Carissa, has a beautiful gift of being able to channel for spirit. And one of our avatars happens to be Yeshua. And this amazing book that I recommend and that I read at least three times and I often go back to when I'm in need of of anything, when I'm in need or a time of fear or confusion in this book is an unlimited amount of hope and information that will likely change and impact your life in ways that you couldn't imagine. At least that's what it did for me. In the Freedom Transmissions that was released of 2021, however, it was channeled and recorded prior to the pandemic, starting in December of 2019. This book does predict the pandemic and specifies the importance of faith over fear. The following is from the Freedom Transmissions. The first void you will have and will collectively experience is a choice of faith over fear. It came in its first pass through in March of 2020. It was and is an opportunity for you all to find your faith. That was and is the gift of the first void, the first Maggie. Some chose to take the opportunity to say, I don't know what will happen for this world, why this is happening, but I do know that I am divine and I am going to separate from the panic and the fear. And I'm going to use this as an opportunity to move more deeply into my faith. Others chose to stay on the old shore of the worry and the fear and the separation, the primal animal self of getting mine to the detriment of others. This void will still ripple through in decades to come because as always, we give you many chances to shift and consciousness. Again, what I just read from you or for you was from The Freedom Transmissions, written by Yeshua, channeled by Carissa Schumacher. So to give you some background on what this means, at least what is my own interpretation that is, the void is something that you've heard me talk about often before. It is the in-between. It is where you will find the greatest growth. Rather, it is where you will find the greatest opportunity for growth. It is where you will find the choice for growth or the choice to let the void consume you. Consume you with fear, separation, and most likely, regret for your possible lack of compassion for yourself and others. Because when we let the void consume us, instead of inspire us with the realization of the great opportunity that is before us, we tend to have the mindset of every man and woman for themselves, which indeed has a ripple effect for others to think the same. And then, well then it does seem like we live in a maddening world of fear and hostility instead of faith 
love, and kindness. Fear itself is a perfectly natural emotion. And again, it's a gift from the divine to help us survive a real threat like a lion or a car coming at us. But when we are living in and out of fear and we're letting fear drive our decisions, then we're not actually living, are we? The best thing about my husband and I, and I'm sure that you have this person in your life, and if you don't, do yourself the honor, start opening your ears and your eyes because they are out there. And I am here for you if you need. My husband, my husband and I would sometimes take turns, especially during the pandemic. Some days we were both good and we both moved through the craziness of the pandemic. And then maybe one day I would be down and depressed and crying and frustrated and kind of like, when is this going to end? And then thankfully, my husband was able to just hug me and remind me of the faith and the fact that it doesn't really matter when it's going to end or when we are told by the media that it's over. We always have free will and the ability to choose how we live our life, either in faith or fear. We have the choice to enjoy our time with each other and our kids. We have the choice to bring focus on the serene, quiet outside, the feeling of the sun on our skin, the bird's song. It does get tricky when you're surrounded by those in fear. Luckily and divinely, my husband and I only had a few of those days when we were both in fear. But most likely, we would take turns and help each other remember that we have what we have right in front of us. And we would help each other. We would redirect our focus on faith over fear. Again, fear is a natural feeling. We all have it in some ways or another. However, it is so important not to get stuck and let that fear drive you. It was during this time in 2020 where my relationship with God and Yeshua changed drastically. My relationship went from fear to faith. I I was that fearful person. I was fearful prior to 2020 that I would go to hell because my sins. And once I understood that that was no way to live and really no way to have a relationship with God— or our higher power, whoever that may be, when I started to lean into faith instead, my whole relationship changed with my God, with my higher power, with Yeshua, and with Gaia and all those around me as well. It was a huge shift that I'm so thankful for. We are conditioned, aren't we? We are. We're conditioned to believe that we need to be fearful of everything, of every possibility. But let me ask you, are you enjoying your life in fear? I don't know. Maybe it works for you. I'm not sure. I don't know. All I do know is (laughs) it definitely didn't work for me. I am so much more at peace 
and with contentment. And I look forward to what may come. But more importantly, I remember to enjoy what I have now. And when I do feel that fear starting to creep in, I try to remind myself to focus on the little things that bring me joy in this moment. Even the sound of my own calming voice helps me. The fur on my beloved Rocky, my dog. The gentle snuggle with my children's cheeks. The warmth of my husband's embrace. The feel of the sand beneath my feet. The gaze of my eyes when I feel that deep peace within my heart. That is what life is about. Enjoying the little things and don't let fear strip you of them. And so it is. Hey friend, if you haven't checked out my Higher Self Curiosity course, do yourself a favor and check it out at ourdivinetribe.com. Let me tell you a little bit about this course. Week one, you're going to learn all about your mindset and how to change it and how it will benefit your entire life and those even around you. Week two is all about taking care of your temple or your body. Week three is finding your joy. Yes, you're going to give yourself permission to do all the things that you've been yearning to do and without regrets. Week four is clearing your space from within to make more room for your higher self. And week five is all about inviting the divine in and continuing this journey. Along with all of these awesome things that I just mentioned, you'll also get four visualization and meditations and four workout videos designed by yours truly. I hope you check it out.